Hey, before we get started tonight, guys, I just wanted to mention our online store. I uh, I was working this weekend and I updated a whole bunch of things. Again, divingpod.itemorder.com. You go on there and you'll see a lot of updates from the last time. But previously, we only had a t-shirt and a hoodie to choose from. Now, you go on there, you get to pick your logo. So the screen printed logo, that's got the full front. You can choose a t-shirt, a hoodie, an upgraded tri-blend hoodie from New Era. There's ladies tees, there's youth tees and hoodies. Or you could choose the embroidered logo. And the embroidered logo, it's the left crest, a little more um, classy, a little smaller logo on the front. Again, similar garment mix. There's hoodies. There's also hats. Uh, those Richardson 112 snapbacks. Those are a popular one with everybody. And then not only is there an embroidered logo, but I also created a leather patch logo. And that one is super cool. It's in the shape of a diamond. It's obviously got our diving pod logo on it. We can put that on garments if you want. And that is an option on the online store, but also on those Richardson snapback hats. And we can tag that logo either front and center or even off to the side panel. We've been doing that a lot lately, but um, just wanted to give some love to Cowling Robards. That is my family's business. That is where I created this online store. And just make sure you get over to that store. Again, divingpod.itemorder.com. Enter divepod at checkout. That gets free shipping. Even if you don't order anything and you just want to check out what this online store stuff is and looks like, maybe you have your own club and you want your own garments and your own logo, let me know. I'm happy to create an online store for you, for your team. And um, we can just kind of work through all of this together and you get to work with me. So I like to think that's a, a nice little perk there. So Make sure you check out our, our new updated online store. And uh, with that, we will get to the episode. Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Heath Calhoun. And I'm Aaron Rooney. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. Uh, make sure you use our link tree in our Instagram bio, head up sidelinescout.com, check out their poolside live package. I'll keep it short and sweet tonight as we're going to touch on the other conferences. But uh, yeah, like I said, make it, make sure you get over to sidelinescout.com, get yourself hooked up with the best of the business. All right. So we're going to jump right in here. Um, in our first, we're actually going to talk about the big 12s. Um, so big 12s do joint men and women together. So we're actually going to touch on the men's event first. Uh, we're going to go with the men's one meter event was won for the second year in a row by David Ekdahl from TCU, one of those divers from Anthony Crowder. Um, we're going to see a ton of Texas names in here. Noah Dupere, uh, TCU, Max Berman, Nick Harris, who is our winter national champion on one meter, uh, Brendan McCourt from Texas, Manny Borowski from Texas, Ali Kazali from TCU, and Owen Johns. Um, we have to give Owen a shout-out. His brother, Kerry Dovit Clarion. Um, so it's nice to see Owen there doing well. I think he's in his fifth year. But um, were you first and foremost, Aaron, were you able to watch this event at all? No, unfortunately, I didn't watch any of the Big 12s. Um, it was cool to see Natalie uh, doing the commentating there for the Big mm -hmm. 12s. Yeah. That was awesome. Cool to see her doing her thing. Um, but yeah, did not catch any of this event. We had our section meet for our high school team. So I was pretty caught up on the pool deck myself. But um seriously my only takeaway from this one meter event i wonder if nick harris maybe either missed a couple dives or was just a little bit off i remember him at winter nationals just being absolutely on fire looks like he still put together a really good list a whole bunch yeah. of dives over 60 
So just, I'm not sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out at NCAAs, but uh, yeah. I just kind of assumed since he was diving so well at winters that he was going to walk away with uh, big 12s, but obviously I was way off on that one. Yeah. Um, I was able to watch this one a little bit. I just thought David had a killer finals list. Um, he just dove really, really well to be quite honest. Um, so I thought that was neat to see. They said that's the second or the first time ever that a TCU diver has won back-to-back -back diving titles on one meter. Um, and last year he was the first person I, I could get this wrong. I believe he was the first male athlete, not from Texas to win a diving, uh, championship cool. on one meter which is cool so uh, well, that's big awesome shout out for to anthony, anthony. Yeah, yeah awesome for anthony you know we got to meet him and uh and hang out with him a little bit and that's that's really cool for those guys yeah absolutely we're gonna go into uh the three meter here which uh nick harris was able to pull out the w there uh followed by Noah DePere, who looks like he just had an awesome meet there going second on the springboard events brendan mccourt david ekdahl getting fourth manny borowski fifth max berman in sixth alex hubbard from tcu and then glenn elaraga from WVU. So, um, nice. again, I think just, uh, just again, we're seeing Texas kind of dominate. I think that's pretty much the standard in the big 12. It's nice to see TCU and WVU starting to get more and more people into those top eights. So, and I feel sure with Carla there at WVU, it's going to just going to become more and more common and more and more competitive. Um, I just pulled up Nick's list. He drilled an inward two and a half pike, his front, his double out, his reverse twister, really strong, just had a great list. Um, that's my well, big takeaway there. And two, two things I have left to say on this, Brendan McCourt's average event score was an eight, mm -hmm. uh, which was higher than everybody else. So he must have had just a little bit less degree of difficulty than those top two dogs. And then the other thing I wanted to say about Noah, um, I believe it is Springboard Creative or Flip Athletic. They're doing this uh, showcase of a club every single week. And this week is Aces Diving and uh, Mandy Eby was was on there and quoted saying that oh, yeah. Noah Duper was one of the prettiest divers that yeah. she has ever coached. So that was just kind of fun. Um I I didn't know, I mean, we're we're still relatively new to learning where everybody came from. I just didn't know Noah was uh was a diver there and cool to get that kind of praise from Mandy who's a top-notch coach. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh and, and it's nice to see Noah back because if you remember correctly, uh Noah had a really bad knee buckle at Winter Nationals and his quads or his knees were bothering him. So he didn't really even compete all that much at Winter Nationals. So good to see him getting healthy and peaking at the right time. And then uh bringing us home on the men's platform event, Noah was the champion here. So awesome job. Honestly, Noah might be the diver of the meet here because of this. Two seconds and a first. Pretty hard to argue with that. Um, Alex Hubbard there in second from TCU and less by less than two points, 1.25 points separated those young men. Uh, Glenn from WVU, Ollie um, from TCU, Max Berman from TCU, Owen Johns from WVU, David Ekdahl from TCU, and then two other, uh, Hayden Appel, which I think uh, you had mentioned that name maybe, and uh, Christian Torres from WVU. So not a lot of Texas divers we see was... on the tower event there. That was just what I was about to say. That's interesting to me because I know Texas um, is excellent on the women's side of the tower event. Uh, yeah. Men's side, that was just, it's strange to only see Noah's name up there. Um, I know uh, Coach Scoggin was a tower specialist. When I went to camp there, he was, uh, he told us a story about how one time he did beat Greg Luganis. So um, interesting to just see that dynamic of, you know, the, Texas men on the springboard are just more prevalent than on the tower. Yeah. It looks like, um, no, was the only one actually even entered from Texas, which is just a little bit odd, but, um, that's okay. I mean, they still did wonderful. Um, yeah. so now Aaron, if you want to lead us with the women here. 
Yeah, for sure. So women's one meter uh, champion was Haley Hernandez. Not really a surprise on that one. Uh, Anna Kwong from TCU, then Janie Boyle from Texas, Bridget O'Neill from Texas, Jordan Skilkin from Texas, Faith Zacharias from TCU, and then is it Lizzie Lewin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from, from Kansas, the, yep. and then uh, Jocelyn Boss from, is that Iowa State, ISU? Yep. Yep, you got it. Awesome. So yeah, Haley Hernandez again continuing to show that she is ultra consistent, still doing yep. a little bit easier dives as far as that goes. All one and a half pike out of Haley with a front two and a half pike. And then I believe she has front double twister. Yeah. Um, and then Anna Kwong, I mean, she, we got to watch her at Winter Nationals. I was really impressed with her. It looks like she's diving even better. I mean, she's pushing some of those bigger dives, doing 305C and 405C. So, you know, we always just love seeing that. So way to go, Anna. Super cool to see you uh, get second place there. Yeah, I agree. Um, Anna, the thing that I remember from Anna at uh, Winter Nationals, she just always had a smile on her face. Yeah. Um, She just always looked like she was having fun. So, again, like Aaron said, we're not going to beat a dead horse on this. Like, love seeing that she's pushing it on uh, the one-meter board there, trying some bigger dives. I know Anthony's been having her work some different stuff. Again, the Army of Texas Divers. Um, and then Lizzie Lewin from Kansas, it seems like every year they have a, uh, international athlete that tends to do pretty well at big 12. So just kind of see where that leads going into zones. Um, we'll move it into women's three meter here, Aaron, go ahead. Yep. And the, uh, champion was actually Bridget O'Neill from Texas snuck out the win over Haley Hernandez. Uh, third place place was Sarah Carruthers, Texas, Jordan Skilkin was fourth. Janie Boyle was fifth. So Texas took one through five. Uh, and the women's three meter Anna Kwong was sixth. Uh, Lizzie was seventh. And then jo- uh, is it Jocelyn? Yeah. Jocelyn bus was eighth. So a lot of similar names mm-hmm. from the one meter just kind of rearranged a little bit differently there. Yeah. Um, Bridget O'Neill looks like, you know, competing a little bit harder dives with that inward two and a half pike front three and a half pike back reverse tuck, um, where you have, um, Haley doing that, that pretty standard list. We've become accustomed to seeing, uh, with front two and a half pike and everything else tuck. And um, I I don't know what else to say. She doesn't miss those dives and she didn't right. really miss anything in the meet. Bridget beat her. And I think that's what we continue to say, at least between Aaron and myself, where it's like, Haley will never lose a meet with her performance, but you have to beat her. And that's what happened here. And right. And I, and I, I don't want to send people, my opinion is I don't want to send people to the Olympics that are never going to lose a meet. I want to send people to the Olympics that have a chance to win the meet. Um, So hoping we can keep seeing her progress and do those bigger dives. But again, Aaron and I obviously are not the level of coach Matt Scoggins and Manny Pollard are down there. So they have a plan and a a method for their madness. And we'll see what that is over the next year and a half. Yeah, that's definitely the the knock. If there is a knock on Haley, it's just the the degree of difficulty is just not quite there. The dives she does are fantastic. We've been saying that. There's nobody that would argue that, but there's a cap on how big the score can be. Um, and I think once you get to those super high level international competitions like the Olympics, mm. um, at that point, it's, it's more like, all right, we got to, we got to go. We got pedal to the metal here. You know, I, I realize that you can score, you know, 360 points pretty regularly with this tuck list, but if we can't break 400, we're not going to be competitive with the Chinese or even with the Canadians. Um, So yeah, just, it'll be interesting to see how it all progresses. Obviously there's time before Paris and um, you know, we're all excited to see what transpires. 
Uh, but we're going to yeah. move on here now to the women's platform. Uh, this one actually was a little surprise to me, maybe not to most people, but uh, Janie Boyle was the champion from Texas, and then Jordan Skilkin was second. I, I definitely thought Jordan Skilkin probably would have come out on top of this one, but uh, Janie is fantastic. We got to watch both of them at Winter Nationals. Uh, Sarah Carruthers, third. Lizzie was fourth. Anna Kwong was fifth. Leah Fletcher, sixth from TCU. Sarah Kruzinski Kruzinski from WVU and then Jaina Misra from Iowa State there as well if we look into their lists a little bit um Janie Boyle just very very consistent uh 73 61 70 86 on her inward three and a half and then 72 to close it out with back twister uh, so just very, very solid. And then Jordan Skilkin matched up. Looks like Jordan missed her first dive, uh, inward two and a half pike. So there's a difference in the list there too. Inward two and a half pike versus three and a half. And then um, consistent the rest of the way for Jordan. 63, 72, 62, and 81 to close it out with back twisters. So those back twisters from the team of Texas are pretty deadly. Yeah, absolutely. So now we're going to jump in. <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to jump in here to uh, the men's Ivy Leagues because we hit the women's. Um, so we're going to hit these pretty quick here. Uh, one of Aaron's picks to do very well at nationals. Jonathan Sukow is our one meter Nash or our one meter Ivy league champion. Excuse me. Adam Wesson from Harvard. Uh, that's a Todd spawn diver there from Santa Clara as well. Aiden Thomas from Yale, Luke Foster from Harvard and fourth Joseph Victor from Princeton, Raphael Tourette from Harvard, Joseph Nicole from Columbia and Denny uh Genovisky from Harvard as well. I think he's a freshman there. Um I I actually, you know, we expect Jonathan to win this event in my opinion. Um but I actually thought he dove pretty off in the prelim and made it into finals obviously. Um he's going to do that and then he just turned it on in finals. I think it was a new pool record and maybe even conference record as well. Um with Adam there in second. And I don't think you were able to watch any of this one either, correct Aaron? No, I wasn't able to watch. Um, it would be really interesting to see um, Jonathan a whole season worth um, in, I don't want to downplay the Ivies, but in like a bigger conference, I'd love to see him against, you know, Indiana, Purdue, like all year, just to see where we're at, because we're, we have this little weird unknown with Jonathan. It's like, are you coming from a little bit smaller conference? what's going to happen at nationals. Um, obviously last year he showed out and was awesome on three meter. It's just a little bit like, Hey, you're so dominant in where you're coming from. Now, when you're thrown in the pool with everybody else, who's just as good, you know, what's going to happen. Are you going to stay at that super high elite dominant level or do you kind of fade to the background? Um, it'd just be, it'd be fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll go through the men's three meter here. Jonathan winning with a 434, winning by almost 75 points over John Paul Ditto from Yale, Denny from Harvard in third, Joseph Victor from Princeton in fourth, Anastasios from Princeton in fifth, Roland Laver from Brown, George George from Princeton, and Luke Foster in eighth there. Um, I think, again, our takeaway has to be just Jonathan performing when the lights are on, when it matters, and that's what we want to see. Um, pretty steady. I don't think it looks like he really like destroyed any dive back to an half pike for 72 points, um, but almost like, hey, I'm just here to do the job and then get ready for zones. 
And the other thing too, I had two more things on Jonathan's list here for three meter. It looks like he did do one Oh nine C I was trying to find him. I was trying to find a score for that dive for him all year. And it looks like he's consistently been changing it to front three and a half pike. So cool to see him actually get it off in a meet. He scored 79.8 points, obviously incredible. That was the dive that made me a fan last year. He scored over a hundred at nationals. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then one last shout out for Joe Victor. Uh, we got yeah. to meet Joe at winter nationals. He was really, really fun to get to talk to, get to know. Um, he's got, awesome stories and very charismatic young man. So yeah. Another one of those athletes just always has a smile on his face. He's fun to watch yeah. dive. Um, he just does so many things. So, and he always seems to get his hands on dives. So great to see him have a good eye. He's really excited for what he's going to do come zones and hopefully NCAs. Yep. Um, All right. Now we were, we we're going to touch base again on the event showcase called dive into diversity this is being put on by Diane Mays. It's sponsored by, USA diving and AAU diving. There is a USA diving showcase at the beginning, and then it's a, it's a full learn camp type of style. AAU is sponsoring that portion of it. Um, it is April 28th through 30th. It's at ASU in Tempe, Arizona. Again, just make sure you reach out to us. We'll get in contact, uh, get you in contact with Diane Mays and, uh, get yourself kind of hooked up and, and, ready to go on that event. Sounds like it's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then Aaron, if you want to start us off with the pack 12, we're going to run the men, then the women. All right. Pack 12. I actually got invited to, uh, um, judge at this meet, obviously couldn't make it with the schedule that I have going on, but it was cool to get the invite. I would love to do that in the future. Uh, so hopefully we can make that happen, but, uh, we'll start here with men's one meter, uh, Laurent parody was the winner from USC, Jack Ryan in second from Stanford. We've talked about him in the past. Uh, Elias Peterson, Peyton Donald, Bjorn Markenton, George Karovin, Josh Ty, and Robert Greff, all uh, diving well. Looks like the top score was 358. Um, pretty standard list that you're seeing this day and age from Laurent. Um, he's doing, you know, everything tuck, two and a half, front three and a half tuck, and a full out. Uh, Jack Ryan was the other one that I would love to touch on. He's, he's been diving extremely well. I'm, I'm excited to watch him. looks like he missed his full out a little bit. He definitely missed his inward. Um, so more to be desired there from Jack, but nonetheless, second place at the pac 12 is nothing to slouch on. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoy watching Jack. Honestly, I, I kind of, we talk about it every now and then we talk about dives that like live in your mind and his back two and a half from finals at uh winter nationals. That one I typically like, we'll watch at least once a week, show the kids. Um, yeah, just really like watching Jack dive. We're hoping to have him on here in the future for you guys. Um, next up is the men's three meter. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah. Men's three meter was won by George Karovin, 431. Uh, and then Laurent was second, uh, 429. Elias was third. Bjorn was fourth from Arizona. Jack Ryan, fifth from Stanford. Uh, Luke McDavid, sixth. And uh, Shengfi Wang from USC, seventh. And Josh Tai was eighth from California. Yeah, I think uh, it's not, it's neat, neat seeing the USC divers up there. We got to see some of them dive at uh, Winter Nationals and see them kind of carry that through here. Um, and then we'll just jump onto the men's platform, Aaron. Go ahead. Yeah. Laurent, again, a very common name. USC 416 was the champ there. Uh, then Bjorn was second. Luke 
from Utah was third. Josh Ty from California was fourth. Austin Flatty, Flouty, Austin Flout from Arizona, fifth. Uh, Thomas Weschke from ASU in sixth. Ethan Foster from Stanford, seventh. And then Jenner Pennock from Utah in eighth. Yeah, I think, uh, again, just USC was ready to go at this meet is what it really looks like. Um, Laurent with with a pretty standard list, nothing too crazy, and, and he was just steady is what it looks like. Um, so we're just going to transition right into the women here. Um, in first place, Delaney Schnell from Arizona, winning by about 31 points. Carolina Sculte from USC. Holly Waxman from Utah. Nike Agumbiade from USC. Uh, Quinn from Arizona. Lauren Birch from Stanford, Catherine Grant from Utah, Hannah Butler from UCLA. And I said that wrong. Nika, not Nike. Um, supposed to yell at me, Aaron. But um, I think just pretty not necessarily how we expect this to go. I know the next one will surprise us. Um, but Delaney just really on there. Um, seeing Carolina, not nothing that surprised us. Any surprises for you at all there, Aaron? No, not really. Um it's cool to see Delaney doing one meter. Obviously she's incredible on tower and three meter. Um, Awesome to see the one meter come together as well for her. Yeah. I mean, whenever your lowest judges score is 22.5, seven and a half. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we know she's played around with that three Oh five. She's competed it once or twice. She didn't do that in this meet, but that's all right. Um, So looking forward to that. And now, Aaron, I'll let you read the results for three meter. Cause I think it'll, do you know the results yet? No, I have not looked. All right. They this might not surprise you. To it's going to be platform that will surprise you, but go okay. ahead with these, and then you can do platform as well. All right. Three meter was won also by Delaney Schnell, 373. That's an amazing score. Uh, Nika was second, and then Holly Waxman third. Eden Chang was fourth. Hannah Butler fifth. Carolina Sculte sixth. Um, Catherine Grant seventh, and Lauren Birch eighth from stanford so yeah again delaney just showing us exactly what she's made of she i mean the thing that most people do know if you've seen delaney dive is that toe point she has an outrageous toe point like you look at her pointer toes and you're like there's no way her ankles haven't been broken to get to that position it's unbelievable and she just happens to do it every time she hits the water. So it's it's the last thing you see. It leaves a great taste in the judge's mouth. It's like, yeah, she she got it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now we're going to look at her list, which she yep. competed 405B, 205B. So nice to see. And she did them very well. Um, yep. nine, 19 judges points from the 405B, which if I remember when we were at Winter Nationals, that was kind of turning. But it looks like she's got that going in the right direction. But um, to be quite blunt, like she kind of just dominated this event. If you look at her yeah. round place, it's first for everything except her inward two and a half. So she was ready to go. And now you can do the tower event and see what I want to see just your reaction. I don't want to have to look at the screen. So here you go. All right. Tower was won by Nika Agunbiade. Look at that. That is awesome. Uh, she was first place with 333. Delaney was second with 325. And then right behind Delaney was Eden Chang with 324. So, you know, our, uh, our so-called safe pick for Delaney win tower, look at the, uh, look at the pack 12s and yep. Nika's sneaking right up on her. Um, Holly Waxman, fourth, Madison Hewitt, fifth, Julia Wartman, sixth, Savannah Stalker, seventh, and Lauren Birch, eighth. Uh, if you would, Heath, could you click Delaney's list or Nika's list? There you go. There's we Delaney's, got Delaney's for you. list right here. 
looks like she really missed back three and a half, 28 yep. points on that one. And even had a miss on arm stand back double with one and a half twist, only 54 on that one. Her other scores were 78, 81 and 83. So safe to say, you know, Delaney is still probably the girl that beat on tower with those two big misses still only ended up second by about eight points. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild to think that she scored more on her, like, um, if you combine her two lowest scoring dives, that's still barely more than her third highest scoring dive with that 78.4. Right. That's wild. Um, and then Nika's list here, um, just really steady, honestly, just missing yeah. that back three and a half, just a hair, but like really, really steady through. So um, it's neat to see her progress and see things kind of keep falling into place. The USC divers were ready to go for that Pac-12 championship. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to kind of jump into the one that Aaron and I were able to keep our eye on a little bit more um, throughout the weekend, but we're going to touch base on this team event. Um, cause we were, it was kind of built up pretty big to us, this team event, team event. And we saw it competed at most of the major conferences, but for the men's big tens, only Ohio state and Northwestern competed it, um, with Ohio state winning. Um, but I think like the takeaway is I, I, we do need to really try to get Yahya or, um, Tom Stebbins, Stebbins from UCLA to have them just elaborate on this team event. What's the goal? How do we want to implement this in the sport of diving? How can we make it more important for teams at this moment in time? You know, having two teams, it'd be interesting to sit down. Like we talked previously, were there people out with injuries? Like we know IU has, a, <coughs> excuse me, an army of divers. I'd be curious as to why they didn't compete in this. Um, but it obviously, if we want this to become a, required part of our sport it has to be important so how do we make this important to every team what were your thoughts just with the team event and how we saw it competed throughout the last two weeks with just the results yeah. in front of us I mean I thought it was pretty cool that the women mm -hmm. seemed to buy into it and then now the men I, I don't know if buy-in is the right term that's probably inappropriate to use but um, it would be cool to see more um, it's yeah. an event that is you know, there's, there's three divers per team. Each diver does two dives, different levels, different, you know, platform, one meter, three meter. It's a really cool event. It's a way to introduce and get a team aspect of diving. Cause it's also individualized by nature. So that, I mean, I'm all here for it. I think it's a really cool way to incorporate more points into potential swim meets and championships. And it, it prioritizes, diving and not only diving but having at least three divers on your team so that could change the way people recruit um i'm i'm definitely loving it i just would love to see it competed more and i know it's probably in its infant stages and there's many different um changes that either need to happen or uh experience that needs to be you know acquired um throughout different conferences and and yeah i'm excited for its kind of traction I think yeah. it's going to gain some traction, but right now I think it's still pretty early. Yeah. I want to see the growth from it. I want to see how coaches implement it. I would like to see it implemented. Maybe even, I mean, we've, we have some exciting stuff coming down the pipe for everybody. Um, we can't get too into it right now, but we've talked about that with some camp or some meat ideas with some people behind the scenes. Um, but seeing that more at the USA level, seeing that more at a camp level would be something really fun, maybe at a camp to throw, yeah. you know, three kids together. And it's like, Hey, you're going to put a six dive list together with your team and see who wins. Yep. Um, so we're going to jump in here to the men's big tens, uh, with the men's one meter event. Your champion was Carson Tyler from Indiana. 
with a 431.05. Your second place was Lao Yost with a 430.95, so 0.1 separating them, which is incredible. Uh, Andrew Capobianco getting third there with a 406.95. Cameron from Michigan with a 406.30. Clayton Chaplin from Ohio State with a 376.4. Quinn Henninger with a 374.75. Jordan Rezepka, 364.10. And Jack Matthews rounding out the top eight. So Ohio State, Indiana, Michigan, Purdue. Kind of what we've come to expect. It's nice seeing a Michigan guy in there. But um, I'll let you kind of take the lead here, Aaron, and just kind of go on what you want to talk about. Bro, I'm just going to try to take the biggest victory lap ever on Carson Tyler. Like, dude is here. He has arrived. Carson Tyler, it's a name everybody should have already known from the junior scene. And now he is rounding into form at IU. I'm just so over the moon excited for this kid. You know, he doesn't do the crazy flashy dives like Lyle does. And I don't want to overshadow what Lyle has accomplished and what Lyle has done. So we'll have, we'll save some time for Lyle as well. But Carson does all of his dives tucked front three and a half, back reverse inward two and a half. He does reverse two and a, or reverse two and a half twister and he does a front full out. And I know the front full out is, I, I believe that's relatively new. I think he did a uh, front triple twister a lot for a, a while. Um, so that's cool to see him upgrade that one there, but like he sent us a couple videos. We were super excited. We texted him and it was like, dude just gets in the water when he is on and he is seeing it. He has the flattest rip in the game. And I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't think anybody can beat him when he's on. He is the one to beat. Yeah. I, um, it was so much fun seeing, you know, I always joke with Aaron. I go, it doesn't count as a victory lap. If you always call it for it to happen. <laughs> It's like saying, I'm going to hit a home run every time. Eventually you're going to hit a home run, but you know what? I've never been so happy for Aaron to take a victory lap. Cause Carson is just a person you can't not like cheering for. Like he just, thanks guys. Like we text him. We're like, that's insane. Thanks guys. Like he's yeah. just so humble about it. But I, I think, you know, I will say we've kind of talked about this behind the scenes. I feel like when you come in with, Quinn and you have Andrew there. Now you have Maxwell Weinrich. Like you have this army of male divers and, and I know we're forgetting a couple. I don't want to overshadow them. It's, it's easy when Quinn maybe was a little bit more successful overall last year to be like, Oh, Quinn's that guy. That's the freshman that's going to take over for Andrew. It's like Carson just had that meet. Like y'all must've forgot. Like, uh, <laughs> and it's like, no, like the people who know who Carson is didn't forget. We know what he's capable of. And it was awesome seeing him Carson, have this like breakout Carson's at Geno Smith. He didn't ride back. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh it's a famous Roy Jones jr. Uh, song. It's like, y'all must've forgot just how yeah. good this young man is. And like we said, let's not forget Lyle did an insane list. And I, I laugh yeah. right now at the thought that we're like, Oh, Carson doesn't do the flashy dives. He does everything. Oh, five tuck and one Oh seven on one meter in reverse to like, he does yep. an insane list. He What's just crazy. <laughs> Like, What's crazy is like the standard that Andrew and Lyle yes. are starting to set. They're both doing front three and a half pike. They're both doing yep. inward two and a half pike. Lyle does reverse and back two and a half pike. It's insane. Lyle does double out on one. Yeah. I didn't even think that dive was possible. So when we saw Lyle at winter nationals, I think he will even admit to this. Like he needed a little work on the list. It was a big monster list. It was cool that it was being competed. But now you watch the dives. I believe Santa Clara diving 
club just posted his back in uh, reverse. Two and they're fight. stupid. They're stupid. And it, you watch him do these dives. You're like, yeah, that's definitely not too hard. He is doing them very, very well. Yeah. And, you know, he's kind of one of those guys where if he, because of the degree of difficulty that he has, if he simply hits the dives, I don't think anybody can beat yeah. him un- yeah, unless just you math. get nines. Yeah, just math. Um, but I think I think it, whenever you have an Olympic medalist get third, and it's like, oh, that's kind of like overshadowed by the top two. That's pretty impressive. But yeah. I mean, um, we'll get to it kind of at the end. We talk about big takeaways from the conference championships, but j- just awesome to see. Super happy for Carson, and we're not done talking about him. So we're gonna now yeah. move forward into a uh, men's three meter, and uh, Andrew Capobianco, your champion there with a five hundred, just a massive score. Um, Quinn Henninger with that. 484 also doing that triple out. I think he competed front four and a half. We'll take a look at that list later. Clayton Chaplin in third with a 411. That's incredible. Cameron from Michigan in fourth. Jordan Rezepka in fifth. Dan Muller from Wisconsin. Big shout out for Yaya there. Awesome seeing a Badger in the finals there. Um, Max Weinrich in seventh. And Mohamed Noman from Ohio State. So Carson didn't final here. He missed two dives. Um, in the prelims, but man, did he make up for it in the consoles? He drilled those dives. Um, so we didn't really talk to anybody about what happened there. We're just going to kind of move forward. But Andrew, I think, is really trying to come after maybe Sam Dorman's NCAA record. I- I'd have to look up what it is. I think it's like five. It's 500 plus. I'd have to look at it. Um, but doing that list that he's going to need for a medal at the Olympics with that back three and a half and triple out front three or front four and a half. And scoring well, I wasn't able to watch the finals because I'm not going to pay for the Big Ten Network to watch one, two weeks of diving. Yep. But great, great meet. Um, go ahead, Aaron. Well, it's, it's nice to see uh, Andrew hit back three and a half. I yeah. know that's been yeah. that dive that's either – that's like that hit or miss dive. Um, mm-hmm. That's the one that's been the thorn in, in the side for a little while because back two and a half pike just wasn't very consistent. Mm-hmm. And the degree of difficulty wasn't there. So now you bump up to three and a half. It might still lack a little consistency, but if you happen to hit it, it's got a, it's got a big score attached to it. So cool to see him hit that dive. Um, I know you have Quinn's list uh, pulled up here. So go, go right ahead. Yeah. So uh, the reason why I wanted to bring Quinn's list up doesn't, I mean, they won by, I mean, they went for one, two, and the next closest person was 70 points down, 73 points down, which is insane. But I think my big takeaway for these two young men is triple outs looking like it's trending in the right direction for both of them. 85 plus points for both of them. 109, which we know Quinn was having a little bit of trouble at Winter Nationals. He was getting a little bit off axis, it looked like. Um, he, he must have dialed that in for finals because he did it for 96.9 points, more than Andrew scored. So, yep. And then you're looking at um, so that's two, and then they're going to probably do double out would be my guess is maybe that, um, that third optional, that double up for their synchro list. That's a pretty consistent dive. So it's really just getting that inward three and a half there for Quinn. But when you can look at this list and say, Hey, three of the four optionals are looking pretty good a year and a half out before our trials in the next Olympics. I think that's a, a really good sign for those young men as they're training and building towards the next Olympics. Yeah, for sure. All right, and now Tower. You can go ahead and take the lead here, Aaron. Well, the last event was Men's Tower. Uh, Carson Tyler, again, the champion. I would have probably picked Jordan Rezepka to win this one. Looks like he may have missed a couple of dives, but again, Carson Tyler, victory lap. He's the guy. I he's He's got the flattest rip of anybody. I mean, when he's vertical, he disappears. So it's pretty cool to see him put it together. 
Quinn was second. Andrew was third. Clayton Chaplin. I want to give a shout out to Clay real quick. I call him Mr. 305 because he just never misses 305. So Clay made finals on all boards. I think he was top four on everything. So, you know, just don't sleep on Clayton Chaplin. Like yeah. he, he's in an incredibly talented conference. And had he been anywhere else, he'd probably be the man. He'd probably be the yeah. diver we'd be talking about. So shout out to Clay there. Uh, Max Weinrich was fifth. Lyle Yost was sixth. Jordan Rezepka seventh. And Jack Matthews was eighth. I did see a couple videos from Jordan Rezepka. It looks like his triple in and uh, front four and a half were really, really nice there. Uh, so that's, that's cool to see him continuing to dive. Well, I still think he's a threat to win it all for nationals, but um, yeah. What do you think Heath? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's, again, it's incredible to seeing getting to see Carson kind of have his coming out party here at the college level. I mean, he dove well last year, but it's great to see leading into zones and then NCAs and further on. I mean, the Indiana army of divers here, Indiana, Ohio state made up seven out of the eight, obviously Jordan Rezepka is super strong. Um, the thing I noticed that was a little interesting about his list was he competed three Oh five. Um, and not 307. So I wonder if that's maybe been giving them a little bit of trouble um, or if they're just still in a different training cycle, maybe not peaking for big tens, who knows? Um, but doing the list needed, he's got that arm stand back two and a half twister in with three and a half tuck back three and a half pike front four and a half triple in there. So nice to see those dives being done, knowing that big, t I feel sure he'd rather bring home a gold trophy from NCAAs than a gold medal from big tens. I don't want to speak yep. for him, but, but really, really good there. Um, some of the other things I brought up Carson's list, um, you know, hitting that, that back three and a half, like we know he can, um, uh, back two and a half, two and a half for sevens, just, just a great, great list for him. Really excited for him. Um, just kind of scrolling through here, three Oh five for Clayton Chaplin. Didn't miss that. Like you said, um, and just Max Weinrich, I think had having, I mean, in my opinion, kind of like an under the radar meet because his other three teammates are just absolutely <laughs> insane. And we forget that he is also absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, so just really awesome for the big 10 there. Um, we know that they're one of the better conferences for diving, but I guess before we kind of sign off and look forward here, you know, what are your takeaways from the conference championships the past two weeks for you? Um, I'm just excited for nationals for everybody. You know, I think it's apparent that the big 10, at least in my opinion is the best conference. So I think we'll see more than one um, out of that conference in finals for the NCAA meet. Uh, whereas some of those other conferences, we might only get one, maybe two of those top end kids, but uh, I'm just super excited to see everybody together. You know, we missed North Carolina when we were at winter nationals. Um, we missed Florida when we were at winter nationals. So there's, there were a couple, couple teams missing that we were like, man, it'd be great if they were here. But now that, you know, NCs are approaching, it'll be cool to see everybody together and it's all the top dogs versus all the top dogs. Yeah. What about you, man? Um, I think the takeaways for me are one pretty awesome that Max Flory, I do believe Max and Aranza maybe were the only two people that, swept their events i i could be wrong someone will definitely correct us if i am wrong um but that's that's an awesome accomplishment but looking back at just from the diving that i was able to watch carson tyler had the best weekend i mean outside of his yeah. three meter prelims i mean if you take his console final like he looked the best on one meter out of anybody that i was able to watch someone will, will probably feel differently um tower i wasn't able to see his uh dives he hasn't sent those ones to us but like 
from what I saw, he looked like one of the top three men. I mean, Andrew is always going to be there on three meter. And we know that with that massive list. And not only can he do a massive list, he can crush the massive list. But I think no one had a bigger two weeks, probably for self-confidence, probably for just that that hitting that groove of where we need to go and how we need to get there than Carson. I'm really excited to see what happens um, with him over zones. Aranza had an awesome conferences. Just excited. I believe it's um, next weekend. They're going to get rolling with zones here soon, so we'll kind of keep an eye on that. Um, just again, really excited. I don't think we, I, we maybe have mentioned it. We might not have, we will be at men's NCAA division ones, whether we are on deck or in the stands, we will be there. Um, so trying to work on that, but we will be there. Um, really excited for that. Just to get to be there, be a fan of diving again for another three, four days. Um, and just go from there. What about anything else you want to go over? But that's it for me. Aaron. Well- well, you're really starting to put the pressure on. I've asked a bunch of different people on how to acquire deck passes, and I'm still like hanging here, like, okay, are we, is this going to happen? So we're still crossing our fingers to actually get on deck and far as far as that goes. But if we have to volunteer, we have to volunteer. That's okay. I don't have any shame in doing that, but I am confident all the tickets are sold out. There's no way we can get in there, especially for finals. Um, so. Hopefully, um, hopefully Wembo can come through for us. And uh, if we have to go another avenue, we can figure that out. But uh, it'll be exciting either way. So. All right. Well, I'm going to steal Aaron's line. We'll see you next time.